You're listening to episode 55 of The Marketer's Mindset with Brian Burkhardt. Back to the Marketer's Mindset, the podcast where we talk about how to create and sustain a powerful mindset to help you build a successful online business and lead a happy and abundant life. Guys and girls, I'm really excited to be talking with today's guest. He's a designer and entrepreneur from Israel who soon after finishing design school launched a local blog in Hebrew called Pixel Perfect Magazine. Within half a year later, he quickly gained success and notoriety and began getting asked for public speaking gigs in Israel, which soon led to an amazing offer from Fiverr to come and be their first on-site designer. But with that burning entrepreneurial spirit inside, he decided to later leave Fiverr with the dream of having his own startup. So he joined a couple of people and co-founded a startup called Multa and got accepted to UpWest Labs in Palo Alto, California, a.k.a. Silicon Valley. During this four-month journey there, he became connected with other designers and big thinkers. Though he was making some passive incomes with his local blogs he had created, he wanted to give more value and actually get more value out of the international community. So he and his partners decided to pivot and started a new company from scratch called TapDog. Now back in Israel, a couple months later, his company caught the attention of SimilarWeb, who would eventually acquire his startup. He then started an international design blog called HackingUI.com, and then also began working at SimilarWeb. Now, with him and his wife in a new apartment, with a mortgage and two kids in addition to his startup, along with two side projects running simultaneously, my guest found he was working extremely hard, not exercising, and found his life running him instead of him running his life. Always looking for answers and ways to improve, he came across and read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. After going over the numbers he and his partner were making from their blog, he decided to quit his day job and work the startup full-time. Being the sole supporter of his wife and two kids, and with just two months of financial reserves, This entrepreneur dove into his venture with both feet. He went for six months with not being able to take even a single dime from the business and had no salary. While listening to the inspiring story of guest Calvin Wayman on the John Lee Dumas podcast, Entrepreneur on Fire, and reading Calvin's book, Fish Out of Water, my guest became excited and reached out to Calvin for some coaching. Upon hearing Kelvin's coaching fee, he got some sticker shock. He then approached his business partner about doing the coaching with Kelvin, and he said, no way. Even his own father said no, that it was too pricey. So he had to say no to Kelvin's coaching offer. Knowing he still needed guidance, he reached out to a more affordable local coach who, after working with for a while, disappointingly produced no results. With a loving and supportive wife, Debts that had grown to $50,000 and the frustration of not being able to figure out this entrepreneurial thing, despite being a smart guy and listening to all the podcasts like EO of Fire, 
Pat Flynn's smart passive income, he decided to reach out to numerous successful entrepreneurs and ask for advice. One of those being Calvin Wayman, who said, in quotes from our guest, listen, man, I gave you a talk or I can coach you. Now I'm offering this again. Do you want my help? So my guest decided to bite the bullet, spend the money and hire Calvin as his coach, despite what everyone else was telling him. Quickly, he began to follow Calvin's advice and his business began to flourish, crushing his income goals months before their deadlines. Now he was a successful business, the founder of Israel's popular Pixel Perfect magazine. He's a mentor for startups at Google Campus TLV, the co-host of the Hacking UI podcast with co-host David Tinter, and the creator of the amazing Facebook community, Mindful and Ruthless, a tribe of like-minded doers, of which I am grateful to say that I have the privilege of being a part of. Everybody, please welcome Sagi Schreiber to the show. Sagi. <laughs> what an intro, my man. Thank you so much. Really, really excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I love hearing your story. Um, I actually heard it from uh, Pat Flynn's podcast on the Smart Passive Income. I was going through, I love listening to his podcast, and, and I saw the, the title and decided to listen to it. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And going through researching you for this, I found out we have a couple things in common here. Oh, really? Um, yeah, we're both fathers. I All have right. three boys myself. Nice. Um, I'm a bit older than you, so my kids are older. My youngest one's 21. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, we both know Kelvin Wayman. I've had him on the show here as a guest when he first started out. Nice. And uh, also, we both are podcasters. Yeah, man. Living the life. <laughs> yeah, it's fun and exciting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's totally exciting to be like, you know, part of this generation that we can podcast and, and talk to other people on the other side of the world and, you know, <laughs> share knowledge and, and, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, I love it. It's, we were just talking before the, the show here and you're like five hours ahead of me. So you're already in the afternoon on Monday and I'm recording this here uh, in Arizona in the morning on Monday. So it's amazing that we're able to do this. Um, this far distance and have a great conversation. Yeah, man, totally. I'm, and I'm very happy to be here. Uh, so thank you so much for, for allowing me to be here on the show and sharing my story. Yes, my, my pleasure, Sagi. Now, the purpose of the podcast is to bring on amazing entrepreneurs such as yourself and have you share what you've learned, um, what you teach to your listeners and students, um, and some actionable strategies. I want this to be stuff that people can say, wow, take notes during this or re-listen to it. And then when they're done listening to the podcast, say, okay, Sagi mentioned these things and they can actually put things into action that they can start improving their business and their life. Now, sure. a lot of it is around mindset. So because this podcast focuses, let me ask you, Sagi, how important do you feel mindset has been to your success on this entrepreneurial journey of yours? Oh man, that that's a good question. Um, you, you know, it's it's like funny. I guess like everybody listening here is like mindset oriented because you know that's that's the audience. Um, but it's funny how much mindset has a huge part of of succeeding because it's almost everything in the mindset. Like so, 
um, the way I see it, like I also like I teach designers here in Israel. I have a class of designers and I try to talk to them about mindset, but all they want to do is learn design, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's like, guys, like, listen, if you want to be a successful designer, you have to have the right mindset. It will not help you to be the best designer in the fucking world. Sorry. Can we swear here on the show? No, <laughs> um, go ahead. I want this to be real. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like people like, really, you have to have the right mindset in place and let me talk to you about mindset. And, and, uh, you know, you know, some people just don't get it, but, um, I guess your audience gets it and it's everything about the mindset. And it's like the most important mind, like muscle that you can develop over the time as an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's not the sexy thing. That's the thing, Sagi. You know, people want the sexy, like, how do I make a million dollars in 12 months or what's the <laughs> fancy creative this? And they want all that sexy new stuff. And when you talk about mindset, it's, it's like, you always talk about the foundation is so important. And that's the stuff where people don't want to really put in the work. It, it's tough. It's long, but it's mm -hmm. so needed. And they just skip over that part. And I love what you said. You said, I don't care how great of a designer you are. If you don't have the proper mindset. You're not going to grow. You're not going to build this business. Yeah, totally. And I think that mindset is sexy. Like in a way, like for me, it's one of the most attractive things that I can learn as an entrepreneur, just because um, I'm also like you, you know, I'm, I'm uh interviewing amazing people um, that have conquered, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, obstacles on their entrepreneurial journey and um, everything like that. They tell me about what they learned on mindset and stuff like that. So it's, it's just really amazing to, to learn like more and more on how much the mindset thing is also like, it, maybe it's like a spiritual thing or like kind of like amorphic or, um, but it's also very physical. Did you know that when you have an idea, like physically, neural networks are developing inside your brain? Yeah, it's amazing, it's isn't it? Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, so like I'm, I'm learning more and more about these things and about the law of attraction and about how you can make things work the way you want them and momentum. And, and uh, once you start, you know, really getting into this, um, then you start seeing patterns. You start seeing really patterns like with, with people in your life even like, that are close to you and you haven't noticed for, for years. Um, so I'm really excited about like getting on the thing, like, like getting my mindset trained as much as I can. I love it. It's you, you sound just like me. You, you have a passion <laughs> for it and you think it is the sexy part. You know, there's so much to learn about it. And with the science coming out, they're finding that, you know, our brains aren't just wired when we're kids and we're done. It can change. It can grow. It can improve. It, it's, it's so fascinating what they're coming up with now. Now, one of the things I like to said, and we're, we're going to circle back around mindset, but I love how you brought up the law of attraction. It's one thing that I like to follow and read on, but I know a lot of people get scared and get that, oh, you're getting into that woohoo, weird, um, whether it's spirituality, <laughs> new, way, new age stuff, you know, yeah. but I, I believe in it. I want to get your take on it. What, what have you learned from a law of attraction? And what have you applied from it that you have seen results with? So the thing is this, like I, I heard about it um, a couple of times, but um, I think like the first time I, I didn't even um, like Calvin talked to me about it. And Calvin was like, uh, the, like the first day we met and we had our first session. He's like, Sagi, whatever you want the universe to bring to you, it will bring to you. But you really have to be really focused and say, hey, universe, I want this and this only, I'm not moving until it happens. And uh, whatever you say that is, that thing is, um, the universe will bring it to you. And when he told me that, I'm like, 
you know, some people might be turned off by, by someone saying something like that to you. But I was like, huh, uh, that makes sense. Like, because I'm, I have a Buddhist background and I'm like, you know, all into karma and stuff like that. Um, and for me, it was more kind of like on a spiritual side, but I never really applied it into my entrepreneurial life. And uh, once I started, like the first week, like really the first week I started working with Kelvin, I was like, I'm going to get a client. I don't, you know, I don't give a, <laughs> a fudge. Um, I don't, I don't like, I'm not moving. I'm getting a client right, right now. Universe, bring me a client. A week later, a week later, I'm not kidding. Like I had two clients wanting to close a deal with me and like, um, and start working with me in sums that I never would have expected. So I'm like, how did that just happen? <laughs> um, and once I saw it's working, I started digging more into it. And I remember the term law of attraction, got into YouTube's research. I found out, listen, like there's tons of amazing celebrities just talking about the, the law of attraction. So um, I researched and I found like uh, videos of Will Smith talking about it and Jim Carrey. Yes. I have a story about Jim Carrey. I'll just, I'll tell you in a second. But, um, and uh, Conor McGregor is, has a full video just on the law of attraction. Like you can search YouTube for uh, law of attraction and Conor McGregor. Yeah. And so it's like, it's amazing. And he was, he's right now, I don't like to anybody who doesn't know who Conor McGregor is. Um, he's a very famous MMA fighter. Uh, MMA is like mixed martial arts. It's like kind of like boxing, um, but you have like you have almost no rules, <laughs> basically. Um, but the thing interesting about like Conor McGregor right now, he goes in the ring with someone and he says, "I'm going to knock out this person." When he takes a right hook and I'm going to uppercut him or whatever, he, like says the exact moves that he is going to knock out someone with. And knocking out someone in MMA in an actual UFC fight is very very hard. And he actually says exactly how he's going to do it. He does it. And then when he gets interviewed about it, he's like, I told you that's what's going to happen. And that's what happened. And he's, he's got the love of attraction working for him so hard. And then he's telling a story when he was like um, 16 and, you know, going to parties. He was already uh, messing with the love of attraction, like playing around with the concept by just um, like kind of, he, he's telling the story that he is like going to parties and he's. Uh, getting into the parking lot and he's just saying I'm going to get the best uh, parking right now although the, the parking lot is full I'm going to get the upfront most parking right now and he's going up front although like you know other people just go out to the back of the parking lot <laughs> um, and the thing is later I found out also Grant Cardone is exactly the same thing he's like he's saying the story like that his wife gets mad at him all the time that he also goes to the front of the parking lot um, and those people, those successful people are playing with this law of attraction for, have been playing with it for years and years. And the thing right now that's super successful, that's because they've been applying it into their lives. And the law of attraction doesn't mean, of course, just, uh, just wishing it, of course, like you, you have to, again, you have to take action, but like we said before, neural networks are developing inside your brain. And once neural networks, actual physical stuff are developing inside your brain, once you have, uh, your mind around something, then you uh, you automatically it's like subconsciously you find the opportunities to take action exactly at the right time when you need to take action towards getting something done um, and that's the beautiful thing about the law of attraction um, now I, I mean I've been going on too too long or <laughs> I have the Jim Carrey story no that's perfect and and I love what you said Sagi because it's so important and a lot of people when they start hearing about the law of attraction they think oh yeah you're sitting on your couch wishing for ferraris and for money and for all this stuff and you made a point you 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 clearly said it and it's so important you need to take action 
So you put it out to the universe, what you want, you be specific and you, you, you believe in it. Like Connor, a lot of people think he's cocky and he comes off at it, but it's really a confidence he has that he believes in the law of attraction. He believes if he applies it and he does his part by taking action, it's going to come true. So it's more of a confidence, I think, you know? Yeah. And I think when yeah, you said it. taking action, I love that you said that because it's so important that you apply it, but you need to take consistent and inspired action. Totally. And I think that's just taking action is super, super important. Um, there's a lot of things in the law of attraction and in like, you know, working with, um, with the way that you like in a specific way in order for things to happen. But still like the, the, just the fact that you know that you could wish for something very, very hard and visualize it in your mind. And that thing is now having a better chance of happening for you in your life. That's very comforting. That's very like encouraging, I think. Um, and it, this thing works like with the most amazing entrepreneurs. Yeah. I agree with you. Now, have you read any books, Sigi, or just watched a lot of videos? Or No, I actually haven't read any books on the topic. Um, I, I'm trying out things by, by stories I hear. Um, so, for instance, uh, the Jim Carrey story, have you heard of it? about it with the with the check? Yeah, but go ahead and share it because I don't know. There might be somebody that hasn't, but okay. it's powerful. So go share it. Cool. So um, Jim Carrey came to Hollywood exactly, I don't know what year, like 1988 or something like that. Um, basically, he came and nobody knew him. He was just like a beginning actor. And um, he, like, he just got there. He wasn't like, he wasn't poor, but he was not, you know, he, doesn't, he didn't have any money. Um, and he was looking for a job. And what he did is like two amazing things. Now, he went almost every night up on the hills uh, and just sat on his car and looked at the hill, uh, at the view. And he was like imagining himself, like visualizing himself already successful and that really uh, all the people want to work with him and uh, that he's a very successful actor and does a lot of movies. And, um, and like he imagined himself as part of the people that live in the hills. And uh, that's one thing he did. The second thing he did is he wrote himself a check for $10 million and he put that check in his uh, wallet and left it there. Uh, now, I think he wrote the check in like 1990 or something like that. Anyways, um, he, he wrote the check for uh, for um, acting services rendered and he wrote it for to be uh, set out for 1994. And, and exactly at the year 1994, um, I think it was like a month or two before the check... Uh, um, expiration was, was due. Um, then he got the job for Dumb and Dumber 2, um, which basically closed him $10 million or something like that. So he got the $10 million by writing himself, like basically wrote him just a check for ex the exact sum and got the money for, exact, for the exact amount. And that's, that's crazy. Like the, the, when you hear a story that, like, like that, you're saying like, that's bullshit. And um, so what I did when I heard that story and it was back in uh, it was back in July or something like that, where uh, 2017, and I was in a, a huge debt, like you said, um, and I was just starting out with Calvin, but I knew things were happening for me, and I saw this uh, story by Jim Carrey. I heard the story by Jim Carrey, and I'm going to um, I'm I basically I, I walk up to the drawer, I pull out the check, um, the check, um, the, like my checks, and write myself a check for a sum that I never would have, like, you know, the, the sum that I, I wish for um, 50,000 Israeli shekels a month um, in half a year. That was kind of like my goal when I first started, um, which is around... What does that convert to? Um, it's around... Ziggy, what would that be, US? I think it's around like 15K, something like that. Um, okay. 
Perfect. Right. Um, so I'll just I'll make sure, but I think it's like it's, I, I think it's like something like 15k. Um, That's fine as long as we get a general idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so. So I wished for 15k a month, and that was for me like something that I never earned before. And on the first month working with Calvin, I I knew that I was like I crushed 50k um, Israeli shekels. I mean, so 15k dollars, US dollars. Um, the very first the very month? first month, and then I said, wow. then I said to myself, oh my god, like this is working. Like, what if I now can raise with the law of attraction, of course, the that says you know you could just like break your limiting beliefs, set your goals higher. Thing. And I'm also having Grant Cardone in my earphones all the time with 10x, 10x, and yeah. Um, and said, so what if I, what if I just go for 100k? Um, so what it is, I, I wrote myself a check of 100k ILS, which is about uh, twenty-eight thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. I said, if I'm going to have a twenty-eight thousand dollar month, this is for me like one hundred thousand shekels. Um, is it's. Yeah. It's crazy for me. I like I would never have expected, would never have thought of these of the sum. And uh, so I wrote the check, put it on my refrigerator, and let it sit there. And and that, that was like July, end of July, two thousand and seventeen. Uh, I wrote it for the first of the first two thousand and eighteen. And at the second of the first two thousand nineteen, like second of January two thousand nineteen. Um, my wife is going through my uh, my accounting uh, software, just going over through the invoices that I sent out, like for my services and um, and and course and everything. And she's going over the the stuff, and she's like, "Sagi, I think we have a mistake." And I'm coming over to watch, and I'm looking at the numbers, and it says like one hundred thousand, like eight hundred ILS, like Israeli shekels. I'm wow. like, no fucking way. <laughs> I I walk up to the check. Um, I take it from the refrigerator, I hold it up to the computer screen and I take a picture and I have that picture with me. Like, I'm never going to leave it alone. It's like, <laughs> that's amazing. So people write yourself a check, you know, <laughs> it might just work. That is awesome, bud. I love you sharing that stuff. Now, let me ask you, Sigi, did, other than writing the check and then posting it on the fridge, did you like take it off and like hold it and look at it for like a few minutes a day or did you do anything else special visualize with it or did you just write the check put it on the fridge where you knew that you would see it from time to time and then you just took action normally like you would um it's a great question i mean i first of all like i, I had it in the fridge right i put it in a place where i can see it all the time there's not a day that passed that i didn't see it because it's on the fridge um and uh, and and i also but like the 100k was also in my vision sheet um, so that's something else that I that I did and I built with Kelvin. Um, if you want, we can talk about it. But it's like I I was looking and visualizing and tracking on a weekly basis. I'm, I'm tracking my vision my vision sheet, which is something I built with Kelvin. Um, and that's a part of taking action, right? That's a part of like you have the law of attraction. You can wish for whatever you want. Now write it down and have a plan for it and track that plan, manage it like you manage your health or manage your whatever like you, you need to manage. If you have like, um, you know, a, a job, a business or money, like manage it. And then when you manage your goals, they happen. Uh, so it's a law of attraction combined with taking action um, and planning for taking action. And that's that's the wonderful thing about it. Um, by the way, I so uh, as you told before, like I was recently on Pat Flynn's uh, Smart Passive Income. Uh, I've been following Pat Flynn for over four years. He's one of the most amazing people, entrepreneurs like that I ever uh, have come to know in, in my life. And I was like, I'm the little guy from Israel, and he's like this big shot from the U.S. 
And apparently, here we go. And I'm right now like I was on his show, and that's how we got connected. So, um, and and thinking that was just luck, it wasn't. It was actually planned. It was part of my vision that I wrote down first in July 2017 when I was dead broke in debt. So, again, law of attraction. I wrote down two names that I wish to be on their podcast. I wrote down JLD and Pat Flynn. And right now, I was on Pat Flynn's show, and I'm right now also working with JLD on his new website. So, Oh, that is so yeah. cool, bud. I, I actually had JLD on the show. Oh, I awesome. reached out to him, and he, he yeah, he, he uh, said that he would be a guest on. And he's so busy. Yeah. His was like... 25 minutes because I've got like multiple interviews lined up back to back. Oh, so amazing. I had to really like fire the questions and kind of get the top ones with him because it was more of a quick conversation, you know, but yeah. it was exciting. But I set that intention that I wanted to have him. Um, you know, my podcast, I've had some cool guests, but I'm trying to get even more cool, you know, mm-hmm. people like yourself and then throw in some, you know, big names. Yeah, of course. So I've, I've set that intention and I reached out with confidence and, and, you know, told them legitimately, Hey, I listened to your podcast. I love your stuff. Um, I'm part of this. And I actually um, have his podcast software that uh, the podcast website, that's where I run my podcast show off of. So, awesome. you know, I had some, some connections. I use some of his stuff, but I reached out and yeah, and he was gracious and, and came on. And this was kind of around the time when, I think it was shortly after he got kind of had to leave his home over there in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, because of the storm. Yeah. Yeah. So he was traveling the U.S. Wow. and doing like interviews in hotels and crazy stuff. But no, he was he was really gracious. So nice. that is so cool that you did that and that uh, you're working on that. That's it's 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 proves right there that it's powerful because, you know, you can hear these movie stars and you can listen to Will Smith and you can. You know, a lot of people make excuses. Well, that's Will Smith. He's got a lot of people and a lot of contacts and a lot of money. Grant Cardone, he's got tons of money from real estate. Yeah. He speaks all over. But then you hear Sagi, who's this up-and-coming entrepreneur who is applying the same principles, and it's working for you. Yeah. You're building the business. You, I take it. Are you debt free yet? I don't want to get personal. Are you close? <laughs> um, did you, you reach it? Or? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like out of decision. I'm keeping my debt right now and investing a lot in the business. So it's like a decision I'm okay, making. Um, but you could have been debt free, right? Yeah. You could have taken that money and paid off, basically. Yeah. So you're choosing to allocate the funds somewhere totally. else. Totally. I've, I've been actually like, um, for, first of all, like my, uh, my debt was. Um, like my, my main, like I have a couple like that. <laughs> I had a couple ones, but my, my large one was 28K, um, which is the, the month that I earned 28K. And it's also, oh, okay. um, it's also the month uh, in February, I launched my first online course for the Israeli market for designers. And I made 100, like 28K out of that course, out of just that launch. Wow. In two weeks. In one month? Yeah, in just two weeks. The, the launch was just like... In two weeks? Yeah. Um, so it was like, I'm... I'm now making more money than I ever made, but yeah, I'm, I'm keeping the debt just because I'm reinvesting into, and mostly by the way, for, um, for self growth and, and developing that, um, like getting around amazing people and entrepreneurs. And so part of it is like, um, I'm on Pat Flynn's mastermind group now. And, um, and I'm on like different kind of like, I have different coaches. Um, so yeah. That's awesome. I love that you're reinvesting in yourself. 
and you're not worried, you know, you can pay that debt off. You've, you've approved that your, your business is successful and you're generating the income that you need, but you're saying, you know what? I need to invest in myself for this growth. So that debt can sit and wait totally. because it's more important that I invest in myself. So I congratulate you, bud, for taking action on it. Cause so many people, you know, let that fear, uh, and let's kind of get into that. Let's talk about Calvin and you getting him as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you finally got fed up with the inconsistent results that you were getting. You know, you knew you were a smart guy. You've listened to the podcast like me. You've probably read a lot of books. You've watched a lot of videos. And you finally realized that, you know what? I'd like to get some coaching from somebody that's done it, that can kind of show me the ins and outs and and help me eliminate some of the mistakes that I'm going to make at the beginning. And like I said, we had Calvin. For you guys listening, if you haven't heard the episode, it was back in episode 24 go back and listen to the interview with Calvin Wayman. He was actually the coach here for Sagi. So I had Calvin on and I saw Calvin with, I don't know if you've seen this Sagi, but did you ever see his little panel? You know, where they get guests up on a, when they have an event and they sit in chairs and they answer questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a great video where um, Calvin was at Nick Unsworth life on fire event. Uh-huh. And Calvin's sitting in a chair and someone asked him a question and he tells his story basically. And I told you, dude, I was hooked, but he had such passion. He talked about his struggles. He was raw. He, he was vulnerable. He told his story and he was basically saying, I'm like you. He's probably told you this. I'm just an average dude. Yeah. I'm an average dude, man. You know, I can do that. I was sitting out there where you were. So I'll send the link to you. If you haven't seen the video, but just that speech was so powerful. And when he, when I saw that, I reached out to him. And again, he was like you gracious and said, sure, man, I'll come on. I'd love to share my, my story and stuff and, and get my message out. Yeah. So it was powerful. Nice. So tell me, I knew you, you decided to bite the bullet and obviously it's been great. You've been enjoying Calvin and Calvin's really done a lot of great stuff huh? for you. What are some of the, like maybe two or three biggest takeaways you've got from working with Calvin that have helped you in your business and your life. So the, the biggest takeaway um, that I have, uh, that I've had with Calvin was um, one is like, you know, um, I've seen the ROI, like the return on investment uh, and, and getting a coach yeah. and getting a coach um, is something that I, I, I learned it myself the hard way because uh, like you said in the intro, like I, I told Kevin no the first time that he offered me his, his coaching services. And I reached out to him. And I believe in, in, in karma and in situations that happen. And I'm like, you know, I reached out to Kevin just to ask him a question. I was like, dude, like I was inspired by your story that you had. You was in depth and you got a coach. And he took you out of it. Like right now I'm in Israel and I don't know any coaches here that are trying to do like people that are trying to do what I'm trying to do, like growing online business and, and following in an audience. Therefore, like, I don't know anybody here that I can hire as my coach. Um, what do you have any suggestions on how to find a good coach? And he's like, uh, dude, I'm just starting to coach now. So if you want, you know, I can coach you. So that opportunity, I'm like, Oh my God, like, this is like really happening for me. This is amazing. And then he told me the price and you know, everybody around me, my environment said no, uh, out of, by the way, like, you know, the regular reasons, like the, the reasons that a lot of us convince ourselves not to do stuff because it's not fucking reasonable to pay so much money uh, for someone who is from the U.S. He's not from Israel. He doesn't know how life is here. He doesn't have any coaching diploma or, or you know, any, any kind of certification. Uh, he's never done coaching before. How would I know he's really good at coaching? He might be a good author, a good entrepreneur, but how would I know he's good at coaching? He offered me only half an hour uh, a week. 
um, and and my the people around me are like, dude, like coaches sit with you face to face for an hour and a half, like for half of the money that you're paying that you're going to pay Kelvin. So with all that said, why would you ever want to take Kelvin as a coach? It's just a stupid mistake if you do that. And um, and that's why I said, you know, eventually I was like, uh, okay, no, like and. That was, that was a feeling that I felt was wrong. I felt in my gut, my gut feeling was telling me, Sagi, take Kelvin, Sagi, take Kelvin. And that was like before I was in debt. After, like six months later, you know, in total debt and, um, and really in a bad situation when I reached out and he told me the price. And at the first call, he told me like, Sagi, the price is going to be twice that when you reach out again. Like I'm just saying, right? Because I'm starting now, but I'm going oh, to double price. And when I reached out again, he's like, dude, the price has doubled. Like I'm, <laughs> I, I can, you can have my help, but the price is double now. Um, so, you know, uh, it was a shock to me. I was already in debt, and this guy that I'm reaching out to again, instead of helping me, tells me that he can offer me his coaching services, which are now twice the twice the price. And you know, like all the things that are like should bring me down from this. And I'm, I was like, okay, so my gut feeling tells me this is right for me, and this can help me. So. Um, so yeah, eventually I did it, and um, and I'm really really happy that I did. And after that, like later on, about uh, five six months later, I launched uh, the the brand Mindful and Ruthless, and that's exactly that: to be mindful, be living in the moment, have mindset right, and be ruthless with your gut feeling. And that's like what I stand for, and that's why my community is called Mindful and Ruthless. So yeah, I love it. I I love how you said Sigi that you trusted your gut. Um, I think a lot of people, and again, this kind of goes back to some of the woo-woo stuff. Some people think, oh, you know, they're they're so analytical and everything's in their mind that they want to think things out and do a pro and con list and and try and make the best decision. And sometimes the best decision is what your gut's telling you. There's yeah. a reason that you're, you're resonating and you're feeling that. There is obviously a connection to Calvin. You knew his story. You knew he got coaching. And obviously, you know, if he became successful, like you said, he may not be be the best coach, but obviously you found out he is a good coach. Um, but he learned some great stuff from some great people. So you were going to be able to tap into that with what he learned, you know? Exactly. And he also taught me something that I think that can help the audience right now, because I'm, I'm really thinking about how to like, if anybody in the audience right now is like a struggling entrepreneur, because listen, like I've been there, like, and by the way, us entrepreneurs, we always struggle in a way. I mean, it's like yes. the struggle never ends. It's not going to get easy. Um, <laughs> right. Um, but it's like an MMA fighter, man, you're always yeah. in the octagon. Totally, man. Totally. And, um, and, 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 you know, getting, getting a coach and you're giving them a main thing, which is amazing. I think like I'm looking at myself like in the ring and, um, by the way, I come from martial arts background, so I was in the ring a couple of times. Oh, but, yeah. Okay. But, great. Yeah. But like, I, 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 I'm like, I'm seeing Kelvin and the coaches on my corner. I'm seeing like, I'm in the fight, I'm in the ring, I'm playing the game and I want to get the best people around me in, in my corner to help me out. Yes. Um, and that's what I'm doing now. Kelvin taught me something very, very important. And I want to say this to everyone right now. Like if you take advice from anyone and better yet, hire a coach, this person should be a couple of things. One, he should be in the same game as you. Don't hire a coach, which is only a coach. If you want to be an, an entrepreneur, because he doesn't have the same ambitions as you. He doesn't know this world. Okay. So don't hire and don't take advice from anyone who's in the same game as you. Um, and, and Kevin always says like, you know, I take advice from my mom on cooking, but I'll never take advice from my mom on entrepreneurship. Right. Um, <laughs> so like, 
uh, maybe some people's and audience moms are entrepreneurs, but again, like <laughs> um, my mom is a good cook. So anyways, um, so like, uh, so take advice from people in the same game as you Two, make sure that the people that you take advice from created success in their field. Okay. Because like you might just take advice on someone that says he claimed success, like he created some kind of success, but has he really, do you have proof that the person created success? And that's all the thing that like a lot of criticism about people building businesses on top of like teaching other people how to build businesses comes from. That's because a lot of people really didn't build any business. And then they, you know, they tell people how to build their business and it's kind of like a, a, a bad loop. But there are some people that actually build businesses and actually created success. In order to teach other people how to build businesses, that's a good thing. Um, so you should listen to those people if they created success. And the third thing, which is very, very important, is does the person that you're taking advice from or getting coached by have the same set values as you do? And when I say set, set like the same set of value uh, values, is like um, for instance, if you believe that um, I like kids suck and you know shouldn't like people shouldn't raise kids, then don't take advice from a family man. Um, I'm just like giving the complete opposite of what I'm looking for, right? Like because most right. of us just want what I call the full stack life and. And the people that are good are also like the, the people that are good with their lives that have their lifestyle, also have their business going, also are good, um, good um, uh, spouses uh, or good, like good husbands, good fathers, good, like, or, you know, or wives or whatever. Like, so we're looking for the full stack people, people that actually have everything going on in all other aspects of life, like th that they're healthy, right? Like if you, if you're going yes. on a diet, don't take advice from someone who's obese. Like, you know, it's like the, the kind of things that, um, that you should get and look at, look at exactly the same kind of like values and where that person has success and take advice from the people that actually really build that success around you. So I saw Calvin, like he has now, uh, he had a, a one, one kid, but he, they were pregnant with the second. And I was like, okay, he's a family man. So he's a family man. He has the same set of values as me. And um, by the way, there's another bonus. He's just a couple years ahead of me in the game. So he's not like, you know, um, like Pat Flynn is one of my coaches now, but um, Pat Flynn is years ahead of me in a way. Like um, taking right. advice from Pat Flynn right now is amazing because he has that perspective. And um, but again, like taking advice from Kelvin is just fresh. It's like it's like really raw. It was just right now. Um, so seeing Kelvin grow and learning from him right now, I can apply the same things. And, and I, I believe like, you know, right now I can also teach other people. Um, like that are just like, like, you know, a year behind me or so. And that's the best thing to see, like to, to learn from people that just made it to just like right now are creating success, like are a couple levels ahead of you, um, because you can basically, um, imitate their moves and really learn from them in a, in a very, uh, accurate way. So again, if, if just to recap, um, so same game as you, that's important, created success and has the same set of values in you. And a bonus, which is not a must buy bonus, is just like a couple, uh, just a bit ahead of you and not really just like far ahead. I love it. Those are, we're going to go ahead and definitely break those out and have those in the show notes because I think that's so important. And, and like you said, Calvin's still got that hunger. It's still kind of somewhat new to him, <laughs> uh, especially the coaching game. So I, I'm sure he's like loving coaching you, you know, because you're a doer. So you take action. So, He's telling you things, you're taking action and you're getting results, which I'm sure is thrilling him <laughs> besides just making you happy and thrilled. Yeah. Now, what did you learn different from Pat? Something, share something that you learned a little bit different from him that he's got a little bit more experience. What has he brought 
to your life and your business from his experience in coaching? Um, so right now that I'm really close to Pat, um, close meaning like, you know, we're back and forth on Slack and we're having one-on-one calls. We're having group calls. I'm seeing his activity. Basically, you know, I, I, I see when he's asleep and when he's awake, you know, I'm like kind of like really um, into his life right now. Um, we're just a group of 15 people and we were selected out of like hundreds of thousands. So, um, wow. yeah, it's, it's like a really small group. Thanks. And, um, and so I'm really learning from him how to, <laughs> I call them like, um, I, I brought him also on my show and he, he talked about it. like, Pat's a badass. Like he's a really, yeah. like he's a badass. Like he doesn't look like that. He's the nicest guy, yeah. right? He's like the nicest guy. Oh, he's so humble and kind of like soft. Right. But this guy right. is a fucking badass. Like he's he's getting up at like five a.m. every morning, taking cold showers, um, like trying to keep healthy, practicing meditation, yeah. reflections, journaling, like everything that you know that um, that the, the big entrepreneurs do. Pat's doing that. Like um, he is a family he is a family man, but he also really knows when to hustle. And, and when he's in lunch mode, he's in lunch mode and he's like, he's telling his wife and kids, like, I'm not going to see you this week, but next week we're going to take a vacation or something like that. So he really knows how to um, get everything around him in order and in like, you know, in terms of lifestyle and, um, and business. And he's, again, he's ruthless about it. Like if you try to talk to Pat right now and everybody, you know, obviously like so many people are probably trying to reach out to them. And he's like, uh, no, I don't have time, right? And also when I'm booking a call with him, I should be right on time. And the call ends exactly at the time that he said it will end, like half an hour and that's it, we're done. Like, um, because he's, again, he's really like, he's a badass. Like he's keeping everything like <laughs> in complete control and discipline. And, um, and he's doing the things that are leading to his success. Getting up at 5 a.m., reading the right books, learning the right materials, networking in the right places. Um, this guy is in do mode, full do mode. And I believe that every entrepreneur that imitates this and like really gets into do mode, like after Pat uh, talked to me about the cold showers and everything, like on, on my show when I interviewed him, um, I started doing that. I started like waking up early. I read the Miracle Morning. Um, I read On the Day that he recommended. Um, and I started like doing a lot of things like to better my health, to better my nutrition, to wake up earlier, to drink like um, every, every morning, to to, to drink i um apparently i drank only water from this uh, filter and this is not good so oh. um you need some salts basically so i, I squeeze a half a lemon put some salt in because that's the minerals your body needs when you wake up in the morning apparently i i didn't know these things but i'm studying them in order to really get um high achieve high achievement like you know to really be at peak performance and um and that's exactly what pat is doing pat is basically fitting his body healthy stuff um, and, and working out and keeping everything in check with his family and doing whatever he needs to set himself up for success. And, uh, and if you look also at other entrepreneurs like Tony Robbins and everything, those people are like full of those like little gadgets, like, you know, small earbuds that you put in your ear because apparently your, um, your ears can accept light. So when you wake up early in the morning, um, that sets you up, right. If you put those earbuds and they, they put like some kind of specific light into your ear, ear like <laughs> ear tunnels. Um, so, so yeah, so like all those little things that you make sure that you do right now, those little habits that you, um, that you have around, that you put around yourself to create the best, the best version of you. Um, and it's really, really hard because again, those are habits and habits are hard to form. So whenever you do them, you're succeeding, you're taking yourself to the next level of you. 
and um, and Pep's doing that all the time, and it's under the radar. Nobody's talking about it. He's not talking about it. <laughs> I, I I am the one like that that really dug into him, like to to ask him about it on on my show, and he really you know he shared it um graciously and like didn't have a problem with sharing it but you know those are big entrepreneurs that we see i bet john like johnny dumas talks about it so he talks about everything he's doing but like patlin doesn't talk about it and he actually does all these things that's awesome i appreciate it i gotta listen to that episode what what episode is that that you interviewed um him? you can just go on the in the facebook group in mindful and ruthless and um check out oh, okay. the by the time by the way this uh, episode comes out uh, I've, I've just been approved to itunes as well with my show so basically you can find uh, mindful and ruthless on itunes as well and subscribe to the podcast um but it's also on my live weekly show in the facebook group mindful and ruthless Fantastic. I'm going to check it out today, but yeah. that's awesome. I, I love it. And that, that just proves you're a good uh, interviewer because if you can draw stuff out of people that they normally don't share, <laughs> I think that's so valuable. And I congratulate you on, on going that route because I'm sure Pat gets the usual questions, you know, over and over again. And for you to draw into something different because, you know, one, you have a passion with it. You want to better yourself. And I think that's one of the big keys to coaching as well is you're finding out these little things, not just the business A to Z, the marketing plan, stuff like that. You're finding out these mindset tips. You're finding out these health hacks. You're finding out how are they setting themselves up for success? Yeah. How are they so strict with their time restrictions? Not in a mean way, but in a way that, that you know what, I can't do certain things and I'm going to have to say no and I'm going to schedule a time, but it's going to be a set time and we're going to work for this and we're going to be all in. But when it's done, it's done, you know, and those are the things you need to apply. So, I mean, kudos. It's, it sounds like you're, you're adapting uh, morning rituals and habits, right? Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm totally about it. And um, I'm just, again, like, you know, I'm seeing all these big entrepreneurs, they're doing it like they're actually creating the best uh, version of them. Then going back to mindset, by the way, um, you know, mindset is like the, the way you think about yourself and success, right? And, and you have confidence. So they say um, your success is, is only as, as, um, as big and as, your, as the way you think about yourself. Um, so it's really true. Like you cannot be successful if you don't think you're successful. And if your personal growth is like at a low point, if you're not really creating the best version of you in terms of mindset and habits, then yes, your success will not get there as well. Like, so you really have to, um, you can get all these, you know, quick wins. I mean, you might not have a successful 100K launch tomorrow with an online course, right? If you're just starting out, but you can wake up in the right. morning every, every day at like 5.30 and then like do these rituals and basically better yourself and your success will grow with that basically improving the chance of you getting to the 100k launch um so it's it's all affecting everything is affecting everything yeah i i totally agree i, I couldn't i couldn't add any more to that that's perfect but let me ask you though around mindset um growing up did you always have a strong kind of growth mindset what were you like growing up was this something you had to learn or <laughs> yeah i think i um well, you know, I was in martial arts coming to think about it. And it's a great question, by the way. You're a very good interviewer as well. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I, I was in martial arts like a long time, right? Um, I started out not so disciplined, but martial arts really brought me that kind of like discipline. 
thinking, like reflecting back, knowing what I know today and like that I learned in the past, like let's say, I don't know, a year or so or like two years even, like I can apply the law of attraction. I would have applied the law of attraction to my uh, martial arts and I was for sure would, would be able to get more, uh, more, more success in fights and tournaments, which I haven't. I was not successful. I was not so successful at tournaments and stuff. Um, and, and, you know, it's like, it, the things that I know now, like I would really crush it if I knew back then. Um, but I think what really helped me and shaped me kind of is, is the army, uh, here in Israel, we have to do the army. Um, so I was a, a fighter in the in, in Israeli army for three years. Um, and being in tough situations kind of like brings you into a mode where you are, you, you have some perspective and stuff, uh, I guess. Um, right. And, um, and also like in army, like in boot camp, you probably know the stories and everything like, um, of like you get up at like 6am or like even earlier than that, but by 7am, like before most people in the world start their day, you accomplished so much just because they're like yes. running in a, like three minutes. You did that. Another three minutes. You did that three minutes. You did that. Like, and you, you find yourself like, you know, already like after, after breakfast and like folded all your tents and got all the weapons cleaned and like, like everything is like so many stuff has been done by 7am and you're like, Whoa. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so I got that as well. Like the perspective of time, because a lot of people are like, I don't have time. or I don't have time. Like we all have time. Like, you know, uh, we're, we're not busy, you know, not like Brian, you and me, we're not busy you know it's busy elon musk <laughs> that person is busy yeah. um so, exactly yeah no that's great now what about you know obviously there were times during this journey when you were building your business and especially when you didn't have a coach at the time what did you do sigi to overcome like that negative chatter you know that's that monkey mind that always pops up that's always telling you you're not good enough or yeah don't do this you know you're not experienced enough and how are you going to get a big client when you're new and <laughs> what did you do to overcome those while you were struggling and then maybe share also what you've learned through coaching or your experience that you do now that's different that helps you to overcome that negative mind chatter um so I think that that's, that's such a thing that we, we all have in a way. Um, I th like what I learned, especially in the previous couple of months, like being around Pat Flynn's mastermind group, group, like I surrounded myself like you now with crazy, crazy doers. These are people that have 100K launches, uh, even more. Like, and, and the people in the group, I'm seeing like super, super successful online entrepreneurs and everybody's like sharing their feelings, like uh, completely open, like, because we trust each other and people are like sharing that they feel unworthy and they feel like, you know, sometimes they feel they're selling something which they're not worthy of teaching and like coaching programs and stuff. And, and you're like, what? Like, this is like one of the most successful people that I know in the world. Like, how can that person say something like that? And, um, and, you know, we all kind of like, I can talk about how. You should, you know, always feel good about yourself and how, but I can really say that I, I, I see the most successful entrepreneurs having that, um, imposter syndrome and getting into those, you know, negative mindsets sometimes. But I think the things that differs, um, experienced entrepreneurs, and I say experienced in like, I wouldn't say successful. I would just say experienced entrepreneurs is when they see that negative mindset come up. One, they have already by then surrounded by self, uh, themselves with people that say, oh, no, you're good, man. Like, really, like that support them and lift them up. And two, they know in their own mind how to suppress those feelings because they understand, truly understand out of experience that momentum 
only has two ways. And that's something I really, really believe in. I believe in the momentum has only two ways. It's only up or down. There is no status quo. There's no middle ground. Basically, whenever you have negative feelings, they create a, like a, a snowball. Like, and those can come down to basically really putting you down. Like as, as an entrepreneur, the person, like your whole day can go south, you know? Uh, you probably know that, like we all had those moments, like we're like, oh my God, like I'm not feeling that. And, and like your whole day looks like that sometimes. And again, negative mindset. And we talk about neural networks in your mind creating around that. So now I know whenever, whenever I have negative feelings, I'm like neural network. I know right now negative neural networks are creating, being created in, inside my brain. And those are cancer. I don't want those, you know, like those are really bad. And uh, so I must think positive thoughts right now. I must close this session of like, okay, no, 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 I'm not worthy, whatever. Like close it off. I'm, I am worthy. I have created success. I know I'm good. I know I can do better. I know I can reach higher and I know I'm, I'm you know, I'm good enough and let's continue with my day. Um, so at the beginning of my coaching with Calvin, a lot of our sessions were just like Calvin. I feel so like <laughs> I haven't done anything. I'm not good enough. You know, like, even though I already started seeing success right. from the start, like working with him, I, I was going back and forth with him and like full on, like the half hour calls that we had only once a week, like some of them went fully on just like motivation, like a pep talk. Um, yeah. and, and I was just like crying out to Calvin, like, Calvin, oh, I'm not good enough. No, 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 no. And you know what? Like, I know a lot of people are like that. And, and, and by the way, like now that I'm coaching some people, like, uh, they're they're also coming up to me, and, I, and I, when I'm talking to them before, I'm saying like, you know, sometimes we'll talk about your strategy and your and your vision and everything, and sometimes we'll talk about, um, you know, just motivation because you'll need it. And I think motivation for us as entrepreneurs is fuel, and we really need it. It's very important for us. So whatever gets you motivated, um, just go out, you know, go ahead and 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 get yourself motivated. Like if you need a vacation, go on a vacation. If that will get you motivated, that's fuel right? Like the money doesn't matter. Um, like I said, it's an investment. If you need to, um, I don't know, go outside for a walk. If you need to just like sit and meditate and stop your whole busy day, although it's super, super busy and just sit down and meditate, um, do whatever you need to get yourself motivated because you know that like your fuel matters. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I think it's so important and I'm glad you shared that because even the successful people or people that are having success, they still get those thoughts that come in. And it's amazing. Like you said, when you're in the group and you're seeing someone that to you is, you know, maybe a couple years ahead or successful quote, maybe by their, you know, results, if you're going off of that and you see mm -hmm. that they're still struggling with some of these same things, it's like, Whoa, this, you, you have that too. <laughs> it just kind of helps though. It makes you feel like, you know, we're all in this together. We're all having these struggles, you know? Now, yeah. I could talk to you all day, Sigi. This has been great. I, I, I want to respect your time. I know you have a prior time commitments here. So let me ask you a, a few more questions before we close up here. Um, sure. Let me ask you on here. You mentioned something, and I love it, and I want you to explain it. What is commit first, carry out later principle? Oh, okay. So um, that's a principle that I really believe in. I believe in like um, – like, so uh, going back, I have a few podcasts. I, I have two podcasts. Um, I've had two podcasts before um, my Mindful and Ruthless podcast, which is now live on iTunes. I have my Pixel Perfect podcast, uh, which is in Hebrew for my uh, Israeli audience. And I have the Hacking UI podcast, which is... Wow, you're a busy um, guy. 
Yeah, no, like both of them right now are not active anymore. Oh, but okay. I'm just like I had those. Um, yeah, okay. And um, in in the Hacking Stupid. UI podcast, yeah, stupidly. <laughs> um, in the Hacking UI podcast, I interviewed very successful entrepreneurs. Like I interviewed uh, Matt Mollenweg, who's the founder of WordPress. I interviewed David Okunyev, who's the founder of Typeform. I interviewed Jason Zook, who's an amazing entrepreneur. Like I interviewed tons of like amazing people that built like amazing businesses online and offline. And um, then I also interviewed amazing designers. And the thing that I noticed about every entrepreneur at least, like, or any, like anyone with entrepreneurial um, efforts, is that they have one thing in common, and that's whatever they did, they committed first, and then they carried it out. Meaning, um, the, and, and that's something that I've done all my life, like basically like all my entrepreneurial life. That's something I've done. All my successes come from committing first, carrying out later. When I launched Pixel Perfect, the blog in, here in Israel, um, I announced it first a week before I opened it into a large conference of like, a, it was like a large kind of like a gathering of, of marketing people, but it was like 300 people in a room and there was open mic and I went up on the mic and I'm like, in one week from now, I'm launching like an amazing design blog here in Israel. It's called Pixel Perfect COIL and I, I didn't have the domain. I went, went back home that same night, bought the domain, a week later, uploaded the site. And um, like almost everything I did, when I left my day job at Similar Web. I um, said I'm leaving and I didn't know how I'm going to live and how I'm going to make money. But, you know, I committed first, carried out later. Um, and, and then like everything that they do, these people, these amazing entrepreneurs, I found out that they also do it. They also do the same thing. They commit first and then they carry it out. And I can give you like a concrete example is like when I launched my, uh, my design course, um, so that basically every course I launch, by the way, I launched a couple, but, um, so when I'm launching courses, what I do is I announce the course, I pre-sell it, then I make the course. Ah, so okay. like sometimes I make part of the materials beforehand, but when people buy the course, there's no course out there. Like there's nothing yet. Um, so uh, there's, it's like something that um, is, is very powerful because once people buy, you have money and you're saying, oh my God, now I have way more motivation and energy to create this thing and make it come to life. Oh, so, you know, um, I, I come up with some challenges now making this course. You know, it doesn't matter. People actually paid me and they accept, they expect to get whatever they need to, to get. And that's why this, this needs to happen right now. They need to get this course. I need to deliver. And I will just find a way to tackle those obstacles along the way. So that's commit first, carry out later. And um, it's all, it goes to anything you want to launch. Anything, a podcast, a blog, a newsletter, like Anything you want to launch uh, with your business or like it's it just like to commit first and then carry it out. Um, and then later on, I heard in the 10x rule by Grant Cardone. Uh, it's, a, it's an amazing book to any of you who haven't read it yet. Um, he talks about it too. He's like, uh, he's saying like first commit, then carry it out. Like then figure out how to make it happen. Um, and again, like the most successful entrepreneurs, they do that. I bet you did too. Oh yeah, I I love that book, and then uh, he's also got the one. What was it? Sell more or something? Or yeah, sell or be sold. That's an amazing. Yeah, sell book. or be sold. So yeah, great. Uncle G, he's good. Uncle he's G. he's yeah. <laughs> his, his videos and stuff. Yeah. All right, final question for you, Sigi. Sure. What is a final message that you want to leave the mindset listeners with? Something that they can actually take action with. Some piece of advice that they can leaving this interview here go and immediately put into their business or and life? So like I said, the thing that I'm trying to create in my life is called the full stack life. Like what I'm trying to create, I come from a full stack development background. 
uh, full stack design background. Um, and in that background, I was good at in design, like I was good at marketing, I was good at um, business, I was good at um, like design, actual pixel design. Um, so I was good at a lot of stuff like UX research. And I had to put all those together into my field. Now that I'm an entrepreneur, I'm saying like, I'm, a, I'm building a full stack life. I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good dad. I want to be a good entrepreneur. I want to be healthy. I want to have success at health and my, and my sports that I'm doing. Um, I, so I want everything going on for me in my life. I want everything to be good money, like spirituality, everything. But the way to do that is not only the law of attraction and it requires to have a vision and to act on that vision. And um, that's exactly what Kelvin did with me. And that's exactly what I actually created, like a, a series of three videos that train people how to build their own vision, including sharing the actual tool that I use, which is a spreadsheet, um, in order to, to work on my vision, like on a weekly basis. So I basically shared the three, like a three-part video series where I teach it um, how to actually build the vision and the actual tool, which is a spreadsheet uh, in order to carry it out in your own life. That's super, super actionable. You can do it right now. Um, and it's in my Facebook group. So, uh, what you do is you go onto Facebook, uh, join the mindful and ruthless group, and then immediately on the welcome message, you'll get the link to, uh, to get that training. The training, by the way, I built it in a conversational way. Um, I built it as a messenger bot. Meaning, like it's kind of like a, it's kind of like you're really messaging uh, me back and forth. Like I'm kind of like uh, DMing you. Um, I built it in a very personal way because I built it like I wanted to uh, to have it if I was on the other end. So this is the 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 most I, like although it's just three videos and I've done tons of like tons of videos in my lifetime. Um, I think these are like the most important set of training videos that I ever created because. This is something that changes people's lives, like having a vision for your business and life and managing it week by week and doing everything that I say in a training will transform your life and for free. Like this is something that I give up um, for free. Um, when you start the messaging bot, you can you can uh, opt in with your email if you want updates for me, but you don't have to. It's completely free. I don't have I don't make you fill in your email. I don't make you anything. You can even leave uh, the the group after you want if you want to. Um, but um, yeah, so that's that's something that's super actionable that people can do right now, and you can actually do it today. Just clear yourself so like a, an hour's time, uh, like forty minutes to an hour, and just sit down and do it. Perfect. We'll have definitely have the link to that in the group. And I appreciate you offering that because like I told you before, I'm part of your great group and I haven't yet, but I will be going through those videos. So I encourage everybody to go through mindful and ruthless Facebook group, get involved. Um, Sagi's in there constantly. I see him posting great stuff. He's going to have awesome interviews with amazing people and you're going to be able to learn what he's learning. He's going to be sharing how he's growing and, Sagi, you just you've done a fantastic job. I'm proud of you. Um, I, I'm going to keep following you. I'm looking forward to seeing you continue to grow and have more success. Um, Thank you so much, I man. Appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time, um, coming on the show and sharing your story and and what you're learning and your mindset and and help my audience to apply some of these things to their business and their life. Yeah, man. Like Brian, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my pleasure, bud. Where else can we reach you at? What's the other places besides the Facebook group if someone wants to connect or learn more about you? Um, so 
it's mostly at the Facebook group because I'm really like, if, if you're into mindset and you do like entrepreneurship, like I'm sharing my numbers there. I'm showing how much I'm earning sometimes. I'm showing like my methods, my strategies, like I'm showing behind the scenes. I'm sharing everything over there. Um, so the best way to connect with me and kind of like, you know, follow me is there. Um, but also Instagram, super active on Instagram. Uh, so you can find me also on Instagram. Awesome. Well, once again, thanks so much, Sigi. I appreciate the time and this has been great. Yeah, thank you so much, Brian, and everybody here. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, uh, if I can help anybody with any piece of information or tip, like, uh, like you know, <laughs> back when I was a struggling entrepreneur, I needed those uh, tips. And so thank you so much for giving me a stage to, to share those. Absolutely. And everybody, thanks so much for joining again. I love you guys. And until next time, I wish you guys a brilliant life. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I really and truly appreciate it. And if you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about developing a strong, successful mindset, then go ahead and subscribe by clicking the I'm in button below this podcast. Each week I try to deliver great content that you can learn and apply immediately to help develop a better mindset so you can build a great online business and hopefully a better life. So if you like what we're trying to do here at The Marketer's Mindset, then help us spread the message and give us a rating and review on iTunes so we can help more online marketers. Lastly, I want to hear from you. So if you have a topic you'd like us to discuss or an online marketer that you would like us to interview, then send me an email to brian at themarketersmindset.com. Thanks again. I love you guys. And until next week, take care and I wish you a brilliant life.